This is where I discuss things from matters of the heart to the heart of the matter and share my perspective, even our perspectives might not be shared. All right, we are here. We are here, finally. Long as season, but we're here. Married at First Sight, season 15, episode 17. This was supposed to be our new start, aka Decision Day, 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 Day. <laughs> All right, man, let's get to it. It's going to be a sh super short episode. Let's just get on with it. So the first up was Stasha and Nate. And um, Nate says that, no, 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 I'm sorry. Stasha says that Nate appreciates me for the woman that I am and not for my looks or finances. So, yeah, he looks at you for you. I think that's a very good thing. But to me, like, Stasha just appears to be, Stasha seems to be the epitome of the modern woman to me. She doesn't want to wait um, for you to get on. She, she doesn't want to wait for you to get with the program. She wants you. She wants you to get with the program right now. And she's thirty-seven. She's old. In terms of like, you know, whatever, like life, because she's like, oh, um, she, you know, she for she foregoed the chance of having um a successful marriage and kids for her career which for her is good i forget how much money she makes but i think she makes like four hundred thousand dollars something like that beautiful that's wonderful so while everybody else was getting married and whatever and being happy you're like nope i'm gonna be single and whatever and i'll just get that later you know so now later's here 37 years old and she's like trying to muscle love out of Nate because she's like hey I did everything else so all I need I got my house and all that stuff so all I need now is the man and now you're trying to hurry up the man to be on your clock to be like hey let's get married now so I can have these kids because I'm 37 can't wait anymore blah 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 and Nate's like, hold on, calm yourself. I'm not there yet. So now she thinks like the whole marriage is in shambles because we're not running on Stasha time. Um, and she like never listens because I'm glad that they showed flashbacks because that's what they do with each couple. They show flashbacks of the relationship and she's talking about like, oh, you know, he doesn't show me the heart and desire and burning passion blah 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 and then earlier in the in the season i forgot that he was like yo i did this with purpose it was to find um love and i think i found it with you and i think that that's you and she's looking at him like mm, okay that's nice like come on there's that there's the you know oh i want sasha to be my best friend no, no I, I want i came on the show to find my best friend and sasha's my best friend and she's like, hmm, okay. You know, like she's, she, she like just takes in the compliment, absorbs it, and then like that's it. You know, she doesn't really like listen to it. Um, 
And Nate was like, yeah, you know, he loves Stasha. He thinks that she's great, blah, blah, blah. But executive Stasha is never satisfied. Um, And he's not going to spend his life or his marriage trying to prove that um, he's good enough or that she should believe in him. And I feel you on that, yo. Like, that's extremely tiring and wasteful. You know what I mean? He shouldn't do that. And he's totally right. There's two sides to Sasha. There's regular ass Sasha, who's feminine, beautiful, whatever. And then there's executive Sasha, which she wants what she wants, and she wants it now. Um, um, there is one thing that she did bring up that Nate apologized for, is that because of Nate's upbringing... It's, it's affecting their marriage because he's, you know, she's, she is saying that he is assuming that Stasha is going to be just like his mother and be irresponsible, um, but growing the kids up and all that stuff because that's what his mom was to him and his siblings. And she said, no, you know, your mom, we found out that, you know, Nate's mom got him when he was young I think like I don't know 21 22 or something like that where Sasha is 37 she's established whatever and has a better head on her shoulders you know and um she starts crying because she's like oh you know you you don't give me credit about that and he's like no you're right um because I'm just like overwhelmed with emotion and all that stuff when I get defensive and, and all that stuff so like you're absolutely right and, and she's right she is right on that like just because like your mom fucked up your childhood doesn't mean that Stasha's gonna do that too but I still don't like how she's trying to like muscle in this love shit for her purposes but anyway let's get to the point they both say yes <laughs> Stasha wait who says that no Nate said yes first Stasha said next first I mean after so boom they're married wonderful Next up is Justin and Alexis. And I was like, oh, shit. And I was like, why do they have to bring in the big guns now? But I was glad. I was like, yo, let's get this freaking thing over with. You know, they said all their platitudes and whatever and stuff like that. And then Alexis broke out a letter saying that she's scared. She's nervous. Blah, blah, blah. And she's going to. And Justin already said yes. And Alexis was like, even though I'm still hesitant and still scared. You know, I want to say yes to see where this goes. Boom. So they both say yes. Even though it was a very rocky yes. Um, and um, uh, Lindy and Miguel, they go in. Um, and Miguel, no, was it Lindy? Did Lindy go first? Yeah. I don't remember. I don't know who, who went first, but I thought it was probably Miguel, I think. But Miguel did the lengthy ass poem. Beautiful poem. I'm not I mean I don't even know what it was, but I'm not gonna read it. Um Um and then you know, she cried and all that stuff and she's like, Oh my god, that was beautiful and Doctor Pepper and Pastor Cow were crying too. Well not well, they were emotional definitely. 
And I was like, you see, you see, Lindy, see what happens when you actually sit down and listen to one of his poems and give him your attention, unlike you did during the, uh, um, the carriage ride, you know, like you get emotional and, and you see that he wants to be vulnerable with you. This is what you get and this is what you wanted. So, but they both say yes as well. And, um. We get to Mitch and Kristen, and they are a no. They're both a no, but it was very amicable. You know, Mitch admitted that, like, he's not the best husband, and you need to be a person for Kristen needs to be there 100%, and he's at, like, at 60, 70. And she's like, yeah, you know, you're right. I do, like, you're great, blah, blah, blah. You're awesome, but, yeah, I, I need more from my husband. And that's great. That's, that's freaking awesome. Like, I'm glad that they're both, that they both realize that. And it wasn't, like, catty or anything like that it was very good um and um they both walk they both walk off and then what's called the pascal says that this has been the most amicable divorce in merit of first sight history and you know what he is probably right um there probably hasn't been a divorce that wasn't like either obvious or like heartbreaking you know what i mean but like this one was like yeah you know we didn't work and we're still good people and they like walked off holding hands together like as if they were still married so like 20 minutes in i mean not 20 minutes in like 20 minutes after whatever we see justin and alexis they're talking like oh man you know like that was crazy like you said yes to me you chose me and then she was like alexis was like yeah <sighs> yeah i did you know i i did that that was a thing i did that and you can just see like the not regret but just the worry that like you know i did that i mean i made a decision let's see where it goes and then justin wasn't thrilled about that and i completely understand and then justin was like you know you make it seem like it's a privilege that you chose me and she's like no what do you mean what are you talking about like i told you that i like you well blah, 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 and, I, and i chose you i don't understand and it does and it, it did leave like a question mark you know about that because like why why did you say it like that you know like mm, yep i chose you that that's exactly what i did you know like it, it it was almost like condescending back back candid compliment it was garbage it was whack why would you do that so i definitely understand justin's um um apprehension towards that decision so it's one day after decision day now they have a bar uh, barbecue party, whatever, at the crib. Freaking everybody's there. And then, you know, um, what's his name? Ben and Morgan, you know, they come back. You know, Ben is still looking buff as hell. Morgan's still with that bitch-ass attitude, but she banging. Mm, those legs, those legs and those black ripped jeans. Fam, my God. Oh, she's fucking hot. Um... So they're all talking, you know, like who, you know, who's with who, who's with who, blah, blah, blah. You know, everybody says, yeah, we got together. We got, we stayed together. We stayed together. We stayed together. And then they get, and then fucking Alexis, you know, with her own problems is like, so, so sis, you're talking to, um, Kristen is like, I see you don't have your ring on. And then Mitch just like turns around, like he has this smile, like bitch shut the fuck up and then even what's his name um what's his name 
Nate. Nate even gives a look like you can't you can't just be regular. You always have to be extra with that shit. Like, you know, like she found something out. Like everybody's going around telling who they're with or without. Why are you like doing it in a sneaky way? Like you discovered something. You know, ooh, I don't have you it looks like you don't have your ring on. What? You know, and then again, you know, they're like, Oh, would you, you know, you know, keep the door open and blah blah blah. They already established like before that, I think at the um on decision day where it's like I think Pastor Cat was like, Yo, would you leave the door open? And then she's like, Yo, mm Kristen's like, you know what? you know maybe there is a future but like i'm not gonna like wait on him and nor should she and he shouldn't either and then they both established that but then fucking alexis had to bring it up in a way where now it's an antagonizing thing and she and then she inadvertently gets them into an argument which she loves to do you know she already broke up ben and morgan you know now she's trying to fucking break up um Kristen and mitch when they've already been broken up and then you know she's like wow you know Kristen's like wow like um i guess mitch you know put his foot put his foot in his mouth again and essentially was like oh yeah you know the doors you know the doors can be open whatever for something in the future but that's on her part you know that's for her meaning like for him he like he's 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 done and she's like wow okay so you know things have been revealed today and you know okay the the door has been closed and then like lindy it, you know chimes in that's right like dead bolted double lock it blah 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 you know mitch always talks out of his mouth he doesn't really talk out of his mouth it's just that he gets defensive and he just blurts out whatever he blurts out that's the thing and that always and we've seen it happen all the time he blurts shit out when he's he's being pushed it was the thing with the shirt. He was like, yo, let me fucking just wear, you know, let me not wear this shirt. And people got at him, and then he blew up. When they fucking ganged on him, even with the expert's help, that night when, you know, he was talking about, like, yo, when he when they wanted to confront him about him talking to uh, uh, Kristen, Kristen's sister, about her natural beauty, boom, they ganged on, they ganged on him. He said something stupid. It's all the time that they gang on him that he says something dumb, you know, but all the other times he's a pretty cool dude, you know, just just seeing how they keep ganging up on him. I'm fucking team Mitch, you know, I'm sorry, like you might you guys might not like him. And I didn't like him at the beginning either. I thought he was like a little bitch, you know, because he's super whiny and the environment and all that stuff. And, And you know what? I still don't like that part about him, but the ganging up and all that bullshit you know just to prove your women empowerment garbage i'm with mitch on this stop fucking ganging up on him it's dumb you know and then they and then you know speaking of dumb alexis you know it was it was their turn to talk about whatever and then you know fucking alexis oh you want to tell them baby like bitch why don't you fucking tell them um and then you know justin's talks about like yeah you know we're you know she said yes but you know i kind of felt hesitant that you know she didn't want to be here blah blah blah. were you content and and while they were talking there you could just see the you could just see the marriage whittling down and breaking up and then she was like you know what i'm done and he was like all right cool you have a good night and then they fucking divorced right then and there they're like yeah we're getting divorced 
And it's like, bitch, if you like, who who says yes? You know, who says yes to someone, and then a mere twenty four hours later, or maybe not even twenty four hours. Was it? Oh, no, it was 24 hours because it was the day after. She says no. So that means you never were team yes. You just said it to appease the other person. And that's not cool. So fuck Alexis. You know, freaking stringing my boy along. Now he can fucking get his dog back. Thank God. You know, so he can, he can get his dog back and he can kick his bitch out. Bam. I like them apples. <laughs> So yeah, um, so it's two days after decision day, um, everybody's packing their stuff up to leave, and, you know, um, what's it called, Mitch and, um, what's her name, Kristen talk again, you know, because she wants to clarify, like, oh, you know, I thought it was going to be on both sides and stuff like that, that, you know, the door might be open, and he's like, yo, it might be, but I'm not freaking going to you know, hold my hand, you know, for this thing, like, I'm just saying that maybe down in the future, like, something can happen, but I'm not gonna, like, wish it, or whatever, and then he got mad that, again, he was being bombarded by every, by everybody, and he's like, yo, I just want people to fucking leave me alone, because he already said what he said, but then now he needs to reiterate it, and when he reiterates things, that's when it gets fucked up, and then she's like, okay, well, you know, it's closed, the door's closed, and, you know, um, I hope he doesn't waste another woman's time, and whatever, and, like, she said it so pompously, like, you know, I'm gonna choose me, like, shut up, like, whatever, you know, like, well, I don't know why you're saying, like, your prize, Kristen, like, that that's two divorces that you got, you know, so, you know, what is it, Low, you know, what's the common denominator you know you need some help too because you're insecure but but yeah but that was the end of the season so i cannot wait for the reunion episodes it's gonna be freaking nuts but anyway that is the end of the episode but that's not the end of the show so you know what time it is it is the skin deeps in the end self-edition card game this is number 122 so let's see what this has in store for me what would my mother say about it oh man well i don't think she'd say much but um as you know uh, let's see what what episode number is that um, in case you guys missed it, it was episode, uh, discussing my mother's mental illness with dementia. I don't think she'd have much to say about much, <laughs> but if I'm looking at this correctly, what would my mother say about it? I'm thinking about my future, and I think in the instant when my mother would be able to focus, I think she would be happy for me. I think what she would mainly want anyway is for me to be married and to have a child. I mean, that's any, you know, Caribbean 
Caribbean mother's um, dream and fulfillment and wish for their children. But I think she would be really happy if I were to provide her a grandchild. You know, because then she would assume that I'd be happy. Um, and I would be. I mean, that's that's what I want. You know, I'm not trying to be facetious. But yeah, I think she'd be happy about me in that aspect. Because again, I don't think she'd know anything about like podcasting or winning an award or or any of that stuff. But or or nominated for an award, whatever. But um, I think that would bring her much much joy if she were able to play. Or at least see my uh, grandchild. You know, she'd be so ecstatic if that were to happen. Um, so I think she would be happy with my future if I were to get that far in it. And you know, and I'm trying. Um, that's, that's all. That's all. That, that's all I can say. Um, but yeah. I mean, that's about it. I think she'd be really happy about that. Yeah. And I'd like to fulfill that for her. Well, I mean, more for me, because, I mean, I don't know how long she has, but I'm going to be here for at least another four decades. (laughs) So I would want to fulfill that dream for myself. But, you know, we'll have to see. But, yeah. Anyway. That's the end of the show. Thank you for listening to the Inquisitive No Lady Podcast. You can find this podcast on multiple digital service providers, such as Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, Amazon Music, Audible, Listen Notes, Stitcher, and Our Heart Radio. You can also follow the podcast on Instagram, Twitter, and Vero at T-I-N-Q-P-O-D. That is at TinkPod. If you have any questions or topics you want me to discuss, you can email me at T-I-N-Q. T-I-N-Q-P-O-D-C-A-S-T at gmail.com and I'll read your suggestions on the next show. So, after today's episode, I'm not saying I have the dating world figured out, but I am getting closer to figuring out a way to love within it. Thank you for listening. My name is Martini Jean, and I am the Inquisitive Nobody. <laughs>